Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to episode 97 of the Retire with Confidence podcast. My name is Nick Hopwood. And I'm Jim Pilot. And today we're going to be talking about don't be a jerk. Makes right? sense. Yeah, should be a good one. But first, I've got my beet juice here. Yeah. Because, well, this won't be released for a couple weeks. Today's the first Monday after Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even weigh myself. <laughs> I just You're knew. To look? I just knew <laughs> that yeah. I need a few days off of pounding the food. Yeah. So today's a juice day. And it turns out drought. I got a text from drought and all the juices are like 40% off. So you gotta sign up for that text. Too, too good to pass up. Well, there, yeah, that's right. I was getting ready for today's podcast and I just left, headed yeah. straight to the juice store. <laughs> so hey, also Jim, a couple, wanna talk about some case studies in each one of these podcasts going forward. So uh, one new client we got in November who came to us as a referral mm-hmm. from one of our real estate partners uh, he was unhappy. I should say he and she were unhappy where they were. Yeah. And what did we find out about risk? Yeah, that was really interesting. They, a lot of times uh, you find out that people are not invested according to their risk tolerance. Um, you know, the client tested. We have to do a risk tolerance quest, uh, questionnaire so we can kind of understand where their comfort level is. And it was not anywhere close to what they, how they were actually invested. It was like extreme. Yeah. There was a, they were invested 100% equity mm-hmm. and they scored like a 40 on the risk quiz, right. which was probably lower than he really needs to be. But mm-hmm. we, we ended up making a change with risk, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was a big, yeah, it's a big change to go from almost 100% equity down to, you know, a little more in the middle. Right. So another thing that they were complaining about with their existing setup was uh, the lack of flexibility flexibility with the investment strategy right that they were talking about not wanting to invest in certain companies and wanting to have more of an ESG approach mm-hmm. we talked about that in uh, an episode that was recently released mm-hmm. and uh, and we do have that flexibility right so we were able to offer that right uh, level of customization to their portfolio yeah they, they were you know similarly where we like to use a lot of third-party strategists they had also used third-party strategists where they were but with no flexibility they had certain stocks that they didn't want to own for you know uh, whatever the reasons were right um, mm-hmm. moral reasons or whatnot and they did not the other advisor did not have the ability to take that position out whereas we can completely customize if need be so that was, absolutely that was cool and finally they were paying higher fees, above average fees, and mm-hmm. and a hundred dollar a month retainer fee, right? Which was on top of the advisory fee, right? Which I don't agree with. Not at all. Yeah, that, that a situation like that um, is usually rarely going to be to your benefit, right? If you're paying that kind of money for tax advice or whatever it is, as opposed to just finding a good CPA. You know, we have good referral partners, uh, and just going to them and having them knock out the taxes. And finally, no financial planning. And so, you know, if, if, if I'm 50 years old and I want to retire at 60, yeah. how do I know that I'm going to be on track at 60? Right. Yeah, sadly, we hear that too often, right? 
yeah. financial planners without doing any financial planning. Right. So if any of these, uh, you know, key points resonate with you mm -hmm. or someone you might know, please send them our way. Yeah. Now let's get back to the jerk part. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> so we kind of say that tongue in cheek, but, uh, but it's true, right? We don't want to, we don't want to be jerks and we don't want to work with jerks. Mm -hmm. Right. So <laughs> who are the type of people that we want to work with? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we did a podcast uh, a few weeks ago where we talked about, you know, the questions that the individual should be asking of the advisors, right? And this is almost like the flip side of the coin, right? It's how does what type of uh, relationship makes a good fit. And one of the things that we talked about a couple of weeks ago in that podcast is a good personality fit, right? Mm -hmm. So that that's what that means to me, right? Is making sure that there's a good personality fit, that the person you're helping and working with uh, has a good attitude, is respectful of you and, and valuing your advice. So uh, personality, not being a jerk, right? Those are mm -hmm. kind of go, go hand in hand. I gotta say in 20 years, maybe I can think of like two people, mm -hmm. maybe three, where they were clients, we did bring them on. And then after a few years, I literally had to say, this is not a good fit anymore. Mm -hmm. You have to move your money away. Yeah. So it's very rare. Most people are generally nice, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or at least we have a good relationship and we can get along. Mm -hmm. But there are a few, a few people out there, but very rare. Right. What's another thing? I, I think people need to want, they, they need to understand that they need help or they want to be helped, mm -hmm. right? Right. So can you think of a, uh, you know, not specific person and share their name, <laughs> but can you think of a, an episode where someone simply didn't want to be helped or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I think there's times where I guess what comes to my mind is people that feel like they know what should be happening, right? They got a good hot stock tip, right? Or they got uh, some good inside information that makes no, them no, think, no, 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 you know, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad work choice, right? Yeah. But their buddy at work told them, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that, right? And then we're, we're constantly trying to advise against the, the guy at work that, that told them they should be doing this or that, right? Uh, I think that's, that's uh, one of the things that comes to mind for me. When we talk about that, you know, and somebody that doesn't think they know better, um, but is willing to, to listen, right? And is willing to say, I need to hear more opinions. I need to get more uh, information. I, I tend to think of people that they want to work, like they think they want to work with us, but then they're not willing to delegate any of the planning or investing, mm -hmm. right? So it's kind of like they're, they're saying the right things, but then when it comes to actually taking action, mm -hmm. they're not following the advice or they're, they're, uh, they're just, you're just not on the same page, yeah. right, with where we think that they need to be. Yeah, or the, you know, why do you need to know that kind of comment, oh, yeah. right? You know, it's, hey, we need, to, we need to do the plan, let's talk about the mortgage, let's talk about whatever you know, else is going on, and they say, well, why do you need to know that? Why do you need to know my budget? Why do you need to know what my expenses are? That reminds me of someone that we talked to just last month. Mm -hmm. And we said, what is your income, right? What is your net worth? What is your liquid net worth? And the person said, well, I'm not filling that out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, well, then you can't work with us <laughs> because we need to know these things for general recommendation purposes, but even more importantly, for the regulations, mm -hmm. right? This is like 
FINRA SEC regulations, you have to have this stuff on paper, you know, for compliance purposes. Mm -hmm. So if you get that roadblock right on the on day one, it's probably a bad sign. Yeah, very true. So I think most of it all comes back to personality, though. Mm -hmm. And we want to work with people that we get along with. Yeah. Right. We want it to be a, you know, a 10, 20 year relationship. Mm -hmm. And we want it to be built on mutual respect and trust and understanding. Right. And if you're hiding things to your point, or if you are, you know, a jerk, it's mm -hmm. not going to work. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. The other thing that, that stands out to me a little bit is making sure that there's reasonable expectations. You know, every yeah. once in a while we have those those clients that seem to find the best performing index, right? Whatever it is, whether it's the S&P or the international or the small caps, right? And well, why didn't we beat this, right? And wanting to know why we don't, why you can't beat the best performing index every time and let, you know, letting that be a moving target, even, right? And I think it's important that, that there's reasonable expectations and a willingness to be educated, right? And to understand this is why we're diversifying. This is why we're spreading it out. This is why we're using different managers. This is why, you know, and so on. Yeah, that's a great point. You gotta have a match with expectations. Mm -hmm. And finally, this is a question that I get often as a result of the podcast, because at the end we say, if you have a $500,000 portfolio, mm -hmm. you know, give us a call. Right. But we don't have a hard $500,000 minimum. Mm -hmm. We're putting that out into the universe, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not a hard line, okay? Right. We will work with people mm -hmm. that have less, mm -hmm. okay? We have a hard time turning people away. We think that if you need help, you know, we want to help. Especially if you check all the other boxes we just talked about. If you yeah. are genuinely wanting help and genuinely wanting to make good decisions to set up a, a good financial future, um, you know, especially if you're young, right, and you have a long time horizon, uh, I think we're definitely willing to, to look beyond that to find that a good fit. Last one that I just thought of. What about the person who calls and wants to trade stocks and buy? <laughs> the hot electric vehicle stocks and the battery power stocks and uh, the penny stocks. Right. Is that a good fit? That does not tend to be a good fit. That's, it's hard to, to justify some of those purchases into a good sound financial plan. So what's the solution then? Uh, you know, if, because if sometimes people have the, the, you know, the need to scratch the itch, right? They want yeah. to make the trades. And I think it's okay that they have like a trading account, right? Or a fun account, right? Whether, uh, you know, they just kind of do it on their own through a T TD Ameritrade retail account or something yeah. where you can put a small portion of your net worth in there and just use that as your, your fund money, or your trading account. I think that's a perfect solution. Mm -hmm. So on that note, if you have 500000 in your portfolio and you need some help and you want to delegate some financial planning and delegate some investment management and have a coach in your corner who is going to help hold you accountable consider working with us you can learn more at peakwm.com and we'll see you next time for episode 98 you've been listening to certified financial planner nick hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary jim pilot on the finding true wealth podcast sponsored by peak wealth management you can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.